Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. God's word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast his love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose with Him. I just need y'all to get excited about Jesus this year because the distractions want to pull you away from who He is, and He is with you. Like, He's God is everywhere. You can't go away from him. New year, same Jesus. And that's what we're talking about today with McKenna Curtis. She is a staff writer for Local Pulse, which is a local organization that's online. I just cannot wait for you guys to hear what she is writing. She is also the youth director at Upper Room Church on Pensacola Beach. So how's it going? Hi, thanks for having me. You're awesome. Thank you. It's really cool to be here and um, sharing and talking with you and yeah, just to be invited back to to chat with you. You're back, baby. I'm back. And this is like my first time in the official studio. So this is really cool. We did it Zoom in 2020 when we did it the last time, I think. Yeah. And we talked about yoga. Talked about pray, like uh, the, the pray acronym. Yes. But you know what? If you're interested in more information, there will be a link in the description of this podcast and you can go to it and listen to it. But (laughs) New Year, same Jesus. I did not make that up. McKenna Curtis got that download from the Lord. And tell us a little bit about the background of saying New Year, same Jesus. So working with the students, I, you know, always like to take some time at the beginning of the year, as we all do, to just kind of gather our ideas. What is, what do we want to see for the new year? And, you know, I really kind of scaled back of, we, we just got this new location with the Nightingale through Upper Room, which is a huge blessing. And God is already doing amazing things uh, with the, the new location. We've got our offices there. We've started youth programs. And so we've just had a lot of things going on. We've had worship nights. We've just been trying to get people into the space to see the church, to Um, own it as their own church and so with the students like we've kind of been all over the place and they are so adaptable and I love that about working with children is that you really see like they want structure they want um, you know a job a purpose but they also are so flexible and able to adapt to change so I kind of took some steps back and I just you know was reflecting I was praying about what the new year holds And my biggest goal is, you know, like the eternal goal with youth ministry is to help students know Jesus, like help them get into relationship with Christ. And I think that it's really easy for us to get distracted and think about all these awesome things that we can, you know, all these books in the Bible that have all these wisdom drops and, Mm -hmm. you know, all the things. And then are they going to remember all that? Yeah. You know, like with them having so many things going on in their mind, like how... Like if all I want and all I feel like God wants is for them to just know Christ, 
what is the simplest way that we can just know Christ together, like learn how to be in relationship with Jesus. And that's, you know, sometimes I think people try to get really big picture. They try to get really detailed into theology and all these things and sanctification. And, but it's like, God just wants us to know him, you know? And I think that that's what I, I felt like the Lord was pressing on my heart was, you know, just because this is a new year, Jesus remains the same. Jesus is a kind, he's a humble, he's a gentle spirit of God, like that wants to know us and wants to find us in the quiet places, wants to build relationship with us when we're in hard moments or trials, but then also wants us to be celebrating with him when something awesome happens. And so I tried to just figure out like, okay, how can we go into this year and get to know Jesus. So we're actually going through the gospels for the like for the whole year. So cool. the gospels, you know, there's four. Yeah. And I've always been told I didn't go to seminary. I don't know a ton of the Bible back and forth, but I've studied the gospels and I've had spiritual mentors tell me, you know, go back to the gospels if you want to know who Christ is and get to know him and walk with him read through the gospels. That's his whole, that's the account of him. And he's speaking in the gospels. That is so interesting that you share that because Riley is doing the same thing. Really? Because somebody told him that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it was the same person. So we go to the same church. McKenna and I go to Upper Room Church on Pensacola Beach and our church just bought a new building and we call it the Nightingale Campus. Like what you said where the offices are and where Mm -hmm. groups are meeting and yeah. And like after there's an after school program, it's just a great new facility in Gulf Breeze. Um, so yeah, he's reading through the gospels because he wants to know who Jesus was yeah. and who he is. Yeah. You know, he's alive. So that's interesting. Well, in each quarter, you know, cause I'm thinking planning, right? I'm like, okay, how do we break up the year? Like, I don't want to yeah. lose track. So we're doing, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? That yeah. we're, we're going in order and we're doing, you know, first quarter, we're going to do Matthew. And so what's cool about the gospels too, is there's so many different reference points throughout the rest of scripture. Like right now I'm reading in Matthew two and it's talking about how God fulfills his promises. And, you know, it goes back to Old Testament and refers to a lot of, like in the book of Matthew, there's a lot of Old Testament reference and how God like, you know, he, he fulfilled his promises. And like, how cool is that to like, we're talking about Jesus and we're talking about his recent birth, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, his, his place on the earth, but then it goes back and talks about, you know, how there were these different prophets who God spoke to them and said like, Hey, you know, a King is coming, a savior will be born. And you're able to like see cool correlations to how God promised something and it was fulfilled. So, you know, it's not like we're going to just stay in Matthew and the kids are going to get overwhelmed by just staying in one book for a long time. Like anytime we hear scripture, even if we heard the same scripture the day before, we're going to get something new from it. Yeah. And if that's you just don't, how God's word works. Exactly. If you don't believe us, go test it for yourself. Yeah. If you don't believe what we're saying, go test it for yourself. Yeah. Like everything that we say, I mean, you teach the word of God and like here we talk about scripture. So I would call that teaching. Test everything that we yeah. say. Pastor Nathan, our pastor says that. He's like, test what I'm telling you guys right now. Yeah. He's great at life application too. So like applying God's word and, you know, uh, just a little tip too. I I haven't actually done this yet, but one of um, our leaders that help out with the youth group, she said that she didn't know about this and it was new information to me. So this is one of the things I'm going to go test um, here while I'm doing this study for the students. Um, She said the last two pages of each gospel 
pretty much summarize the whole shebang. The last two pages summarize it. So it's kind of like, it's like I've read the Gospels over and over again, but I've never just read the last two pages, two pages to just see like what court, like how it correlates with the other, you know, the Gospels. So that's just a fun little, if you want to try something new, yeah, go read the last two pages of yeah. each Gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I want to go deeper with God this year. Oh, I definitely want to go deeper. Right? Yeah. We were talking a little bit about before we started uh, our word for the year. Oh, yes. So, go there. Go there. Yeah, What's I'm going to go there. So my word for the year is trust. Um, I'm really excited about it because I feel like God pressed it on me. And I was like, oh, is that word even like, is that word even impactful enough? You know, yeah. like in the past, it's been like perseverance, like these big words. And it was just like, he just gently pressed. He was like, trust me. Yeah. Trust, <laughs> trust the plans that I have for you. You know, Jeremiah 29, 11 was a verse that popped up a lot last year. And I, I felt like I applied it to myself, but I was able to encourage a lot of other people with that verse because yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of like plans that were happening or things that were unknown. And I was like, man, Jeremiah 29, 11, like God has a plan to prosper you. Yes. Don't and forget it. like, I trust that God's going to prosper their plan. But sometimes I have trouble trusting like that he's prospering the plans yeah. that he has for me. Right. And right. like, what? Yeah, trust what? him. So, no doubt allowed. So that word trust has also been on my heart. Um, and I went to my study Bible with Dr. Tony Evans. I love it. And um, it was breaking down what the word trust means. Yeah. And I mean, this was his definition. Like, yeah. you know, a man who lives in Texas and has been preaching the Bible for decades. Okay. He was saying that trust is like when you lay on your bed, how you trust that the bed will hold you up that's good you know how you're like weightless you're just like in your bed yeah you know maybe yeah. eyes closed just oh. yeah you trust it that's how it is trusting the lord just yeah just leaning in him. and just trusting yeah and resting in his presence knowing that he has the plans for your life it makes me exhale because it's just like God, you are so above my thoughts you are your mm-hmm. ways are so above my ways and even when I don't think, even in my unbelief, mm-hmm. and or I'm like, how could God, or when will God fulfill this? And then yeah. he does, and you're like, God, that was the perfect time. Yep. Always divine timing. Right? Yeah. Divine timing. And so, yeah, that is a prayer for you, like sister in Christ, McKenna Curtis. I pray that God just reveals new ways to trust him this year in the most mm. miraculous ways, like beautiful ways. Yeah. Thank and you. You're welcome. And for you who's listening, the same to you as well. We just, we want you to know who Jesus is. We don't want to get in the way of that. We don't want to be a distraction. And we just want you to trust Jesus yeah. like alone, alone, because this world is crazy. Yeah. And like people are going to, I don't know what they're crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so true. It is so true. And I think that we just get so caught up in, in the crazy sometimes. Yeah. Um, a cool verse that I've been uh, reading on is uh, from first Corinthians four, seven. And it says, what do you have that you did not receive? And I think that's a cool verse to like, just think back of like, okay, like, the crazy doesn't come from God. Like the crazy comes from the world. Like thinking about like what you actually have. Like I have that warm bed that I can lay in. I have, 
you know, the heater is working, the heater's on, like I have a car that gets me from point A to point B. Like those are all provisions from the Lord. The crazy intrusive thoughts, like that's from the enemy. And Jesus doesn't want us to have anything to do with that. Yeah. He's like, can you just think about like what the good that you have received in your life and, and know where that comes from? Yeah. Like that comes from me. Exactly. Okay. Your, your healthy family. If you, you know, praise God that you have a healthy family, praise God that you have these things. But even if you're in a season of suffering, Mm-hmm. Like God has still given you that season mm-hmm. and he's going to use it to prosper you in he some is. way, shape or form. Yeah. And he, um, you know, when I lost my dad, it was weird because I was so sad and this was yeah. two years ago, but I was so blessed at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I read this book by a girl who now lives in Panama City Beach. Holy Pursuit is her Instagram. Ooh, that's good. A Holy Pursuit yeah. is her Instagram. And, um... Yeah, man, she's awesome. But she wrote a book and it talks about there's blessedness in brokenness. Mm. And when I, when I was mourning my dad, I didn't really know like what to feel other than just like, man, I'm going to miss this guy. Yeah. Is that God was comforting me in ways that I didn't know that I needed or mm-hmm. wanted or desired, anything like that. He was just filling me up. Yeah. And, and I do believe that that's what God wants for you. You know, he wants you to overflow with his goodness and, and his fruits of the spirit and, and who he is, not mm-hmm. who you are. I mean, who he's made you to be. Yeah. Yes. But not of selfishness. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Word of the year. I told you I was going to decide today what my word of the year was. And uh, before we started recording, I was mm-hmm. like, McKenna's like, what's your word? I'm like, I'm going to decide in the podcast <laughs> because I can't decide. It's it's tough. My okay. mom's was faith, which I was really excited oh my about gosh. that. She, it took her a minute. I was like asking her, I was like, what's your word? And she's like, um, I don't know yet. I was like, what is it? I need to know. And she finally told me today, she said it was faith. And I was so excited for her because yes. that's just such a solid word and it something is. that like I already see like happening in her life and God yeah. already just like strengthening her faith and doing it in some real, like you were just saying, like yeah. there's some suffering around it. Like yeah. she's in a period right now of suffering yeah. because she's, she's feeling for a friend yeah. um, that's going through some really hard things. But like, how cool is it that like, she's in a really like sad place mm-hmm. in her, you know, flesh, but like God is giving her the strength to choose faith. Like yeah. what? It was yeah, so cool. So I was good. like, dude, that's so good. Like yeah. that is such a cool illustration of how God works in our life. Like, okay. I'm, I'm, I need you, but we always need God. Yeah. Like we literally always need him. And when so. we suffer, we cry out to God. Yeah. And we get closer. We do. Um, yeah. So faith, that's so funny that you say that. Um, we met this woman at a dinner and it was a church group dinner where my kids go to school mm-hmm. and she was telling me that she has this daughter named faith and mm-hmm. she's had all these medical challenges and mm. that, you know, the doctors were, when she was pregnant, they were like, abort the baby. Don't keep the baby. And she kept the baby. And she is a miracle. That's amazing. And um, her name is Faith. But when we were at the Christmas event for the kids, they were all doing their routines and stuff. Faith was on the stage. Oh, that's so cool. Girl, front row and center, shaking it for the Lord. I love it. For his glory. I love it. I love that. (laughs) And just her heart, that overflow is what I'm talking about. Where you're unashamed 
of who the Lord is and what he's given you the ability to do in Mm -hmm. 2024. Don't forget who God is and that he's with you and he's given you the ability to do something really cool on this earth while you have breath. Yeah. You know, new year, same Same Jesus. Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, faith is going to be my word then. It's I love that. I, that my was mom's going to be stoked too yeah. that you guys have the same word because she loves you. So Yeah, I love her. That's Miss so cool. Manya, she has so much patience with our children too. You do she too. She does. I love, I love the kids. I don't have patience for like the 18 <laughs> to like 60 age, but like 60 plus and 18 and below. I'm like, I love you guys. Because you also teach yoga. I do, yeah, to a group of seniors. I uh, I love them. That is my Friday. That's where I find my pocket of peace. My grandmother, so I asked them their words today, and my grandmother, she always comes in with a hilarious, like, she's always got the biggest word in the room, you know? Like, all these other ladies are like, happy, joyful, yeah. you know, community. And my grandma today, her word was felicity. And we're like, okay. Let me Google that. We're going to need to bring in small handheld bu- uh, dictionaries so that we can look up these words. I'm yeah. like, what does Felicity even mean? What does that mean? It means like happiness is what she said. Yeah. I didn't get to Google it. Um, felicity. Like fa- felicity? Not facility. Felicity. Like F-E-L. Oh, okay. I think I-C-I-T-Y. I-C-I-T-Y. Felicity. It means happiness, joyfulness, rapture. Whoop, whoop. Hello. <laughs> okay, Grandma. <laughs> Bliss, cheer, uh, cheerfulness, satisfaction. Yeah. No, I was like, okay, girls, let's go. I like that yeah. word for the year. Okay. All right. So, holy moments. Go, sister. So, holy moments, it's kind of the, uh, the title for, you know, these moments that you have where you're like, it could be a God encounter. It could be a mo- an awe moment, like a wonder moment where you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, God is so good. Yeah. Like, oh man, like that, that had to have been like a thought from the Lord or that had to have been like a kiss from God. You know, like these holy moments are just kind of these moments that happen. They're, they're, I mean, they're significant, of course, because they feel divine, but they're just simple moments, right? And right. I, you know, as I've been writing and trying to explore like what the Lord wants me to do with writing, I feel like he's, you know, pressed it on my heart that like you have a gift for writing and it'd be awesome for you to share your words. Um, how are you going to glorify me with you sharing those words, you know? And I don't like to do anything for no reason. Like right. I like to have purpose behind it. And, and God created you to feel that way, by the way. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. And, you know, and I feel like I really like to put thought into my interactions. I really like to put thought into the connections I have, um, quality time, like all those things are so important to me. And I feel like I'm just so like, I love to be in tune with like, okay, like what lesson did I learn from this? Or, you know, so I'm always like so savoring and soaking up these holy moments. And I, um, you know, having this opportunity to write for the local pulse, it's a, it's a good news platform, you know, it's an online platform. And the, the idea behind it was that, you know, we have all this negative news constantly pouring out in our eyes, our ears, like on the TV, on our phones. Um, we just are always hearing about bad news. And so the local pulse was acquired by, um, the red iron design team. And, you know, the idea for the platform was to honor, 
our community. It's to celebrate small businesses, to, you know, highlight good news happening in Pensacola. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I was offered an opportunity to write and share, you know, some entertainment, different things that are happening in town, but also I had some flexibility to be able to write and share, um, you know, just things that were inspiring. And so faith and family was kind of a, and we, we have a column for faith and family within the local pulse. And so I really felt like, you know, I love working with the students. I love um, student ministry, family ministry. Um, and so I, I, I don't know. I just, I felt like the Lord had been pressing. Like I had created this Instagram handle at one yeah. point called Holy Moments. I was like, I don't know, God, you, you asked me to create this, but I don't know what to do with it. You're on Instagram. I don't, I don't really post fully on it right now. I'm kind of building the content for it, but I'm gonna go right eventually now. it it will be it will be a, a channel um that i share some of these writings on but the holy moments um you know i just kind of took a took a leap of faith really and i trusted that god was going to provide the words and provide the direction for it um, but i had kind of gathered a few of these you know these moments right where right. i feel like god just showed up and gave me a little bit of wisdom or led me to a word of his that I just felt like it was important to share those holy moments with others so others can start to notice holy moments in their life. And I think that, again, like it could be like, you know, maybe a sign like if you, for instance, I'll talk about um, like one of the holy moments I had was I was, you know, kind of struggling with some thoughts or intrusive thoughts or something like that. And I was on a walk one morning and I was praying and turtles are like my animal. Like I love seeing turtles and any turtles, sea turtles, you know, little box turtles crossing the road. And this one day I was walking, I was like, you know, like God, like if you're with me today, like I know you are, but like, show me a sign that you're with me today. You know, and I'm walking and I'm just like letting the Lord, like I'm, you know, turning off the music. I'm just having a a holy moment with God. Right. I'm trying to keep distraction free. And then all of a sudden a little turtle, like I see a turtle crossing the road, the sun's rising, you know, it's like this beautiful sunrise. And then this little turtle's like crossing the road. I'm like, God, Stop it. Thanks, thanks for communicating. Thanks for with communicating me. with me today and just showing me that like I need to take it slow. Yeah. I need to stay at your speed, God's speed, not my own. And like you are with me in every single moment. Like even if I don't know why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, like you are taking a moment to show me that you see me. Yeah. And that is so awesome. Like awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's funny that you said God's speed. That's like we go way faster than Godspeed all the time. Like, I want to go Godspeed. We're speed racers, and God's like, y'all need to go three miles an hour. That's the pace that I'm moving. So did you know that Godspeed is one word? Yeah. I did not know that. The only reason I know that is because Pastor Nathan signs his his newsletters with Godspeed. That's the only reason I knew that. It's a noun, Godspeed, a wish for success given to a person on parting. Hmm. Oh, like... Godspeed, like see ya. Yeah. Godspeed. They wish that person well and a safe journey or transition to his afterlife. Okay, what? Oh, that's on trustandwill.com. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> that, there may be a couple definitions Let me for get that the one. source of that. Why do Americans say Godspeed? To express hopes for a safe trip. I say Godspeed at work when people are trying to get their insurance. I'm yeah. like, Godspeed. <laughs> Oh, Godspeed. Get that done. Godspeed. Okay, well, that's that's good. What about, um, I, we can't like gloss over this. For the person who's listening, McKenna has said that she has felt a push from the Lord to write about 
something that he's showing her. Mm-hmm. And then you've like done it. So for the person listening, I just want you to tune in and listen to what McKenna has done with this download that she gets from the Lord about something where you're learning something new and then you're taking action and like posting it. So can you just share that? Yeah, I mean, really, it's a leap of faith. And I think that we need to take more leaps of faith. And I think that God has pressed, you know, that I need to take more risks, but take more risks for him. And I feel like, especially in America, we live in such a safe Christian culture. Like we are not challenged necessarily as Christians as much as, you know, some of these people in third world countries are and some of these people in really any other country. Like if you're a Christian, you're typically persecuted pretty hardcore for it. Yeah. And we live in such a culture where it's like, we're able to, you know, host church. There's a church on every single corner. And, you know, yes, there's some persecution happening, but I mean, it's, it's really not, I don't know. I just feel like we're living in a very safe, we're, 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 leaning into this like safe Christian identity. And I think that Jesus kind of wants to push us out of those like safe boundaries and he wants us to risk more for him. And maybe that's going and reaching the lost or that's, you know, being desperate for Christ. And I don't think that we really have to be desperate for a lot of things in America. And so it gives us this idea that like we have what we need and like things fill the void, but like really Christ is the one who should fill us all with everything. And I went to a conference at the end of last year and it was, you know, I was only there for like a portion of the speaker and the speaker was sharing on, you know, what he had kind of gathered from a mission trip he went on. And that was like one of the main things he was like, you know, these people in these other countries, like they don't have, they're desperate every day for water. They're desperate every day for food. Like they have to depend on the Lord for their provision. And they know that that comes directly like back to that Corinthians verse, like, what do you have that you like the the received part? Like, yeah. what do you have that you did not receive? And it's like, man, like God provided me food today. God provided me water where it's like, oh, I can just go to Publix and grab, you know, my, my food for tonight, like a rotisserie chicken and just throw. It's like these people in these other countries that don't have all of these just mm-hmm. amenities and conveniences. Yeah. It's like they are desperate every day and they feel that desperation. And I think it's just so important that we feel desperate for the Lord. And that was one of the things that stood out. He talked a lot about, you know, his heart for wanting to reach the lost and uh, then talked a lot about one-on-one discipleship and how, you know, we really can't truly know like the impact that Christ has on us until we're having those like one-on-one conversations. Like, Mm -hmm. what are you desperate for? You know, and so I've been asking one of my friends, we've been going back and forth every morning. We'll like send each other a text of like what we're desperate for God, like how we're desperate for God today. That's good. Um, so I definitely think it's it's important for us to like check in with, with what we're desperate for. And I've been desperate to know like what God wants me to do with my words, right? And I have asked him, I'm like, Lord, like I don't want to write unless it's your will for me to write. And, you know, he's like, well, write and glorify me, trust what I'm going to that's right. Download for you yeah. and and then share it. Like take that leap of faith to share it. If you share this and one person reads it and is changed, like you accomplish what I what I asked you to do. Yeah. And so I don't, you know, it's not about the numbers, it's not about the engagement, it's not about, you know, I don't I don't know who reads my stuff, you know? I don't I have no idea. But it's been really stinking cool when I walk into a place and like I see someone random that's like, "Wait, you're McKenna? You write you write the holy moments comment. I, I, I look forward that 
every friday and That's i was like what? i'm like oh my gosh god is speaking yes, that is so god cool is using it for and it's story, like yeah. you know the local pulse it's a new thing so it's like such an incredible opportunity that it's like i took a leap of faith to try something new and god is going to use it for his good and i yeah. think we just need to take more risks in god's direction and like take more you know if it's a risk that's going to tank the business or whatever it is that you're working on and like you know you're like okay am i taking this risk for me or am i taking this risk for the lord yeah and you're just, gonna know you're gonna know only in your heart are you gonna know you're gonna feel the peace yeah i talk to the students all the time i say you know god's gonna communicate to you through your dreams through other people or through your gut like yeah. god's gonna speak to you through your gut and yeah. a lot of times that's where it comes for me like yeah. it, it comes in this peace or if it's not of God, it's normally like chaos. And I'm like, uh, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. I was going to say, I was listening to a Tim Keller podcast and he was saying, you know, cause we can hear God's in his word, obviously, yeah. but they, he was saying, okay, I know you're saying, I just need a word from God. And so you grab your Bible and you open it up and you look and you put your finger on the first thing that yep. you see. And it says, Judas hanged himself. And you said, okay, God, I'm going to give you a second chance. Thank <laughs> you. And then you put your finger on another verse and it says like, whatever you do, do it quickly or whatever. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I I, I don't know if that's the scripture, but I'm just trying to quote Tim Keller, download this podcast. It's so good. He's so good. Oh, he's so good. Um, But one of the things that he was saying with wisdom is that it's a step by step by step daily walking in the Lord, small choices, Mm -hmm. small decisions because the Lord directs our steps. Yeah. Proverbs 16, 9. A person may plan his own journey, but the Lord directs his steps. Mm. So like you may make plans this 2024. Yeah. Same Jesus. The Lord directs your steps. Yeah. And so every step you're asking God, God, what do you want me to do here? And just being obedient in that moment, mm-hmm. you know. Do the be, next right thing. Right? Yeah. Um. Man, it's going to be a good year. I'm excited. I think the, yeah, the the holy moment. And I'm kind of in a place right now with the writing. Like I had a stockpile of holy moments that I had accumulated. And I was really excited about how they were flowing. And then, you know, I, like I was sharing with you before, it's like I kind of hit a little bit of a writer's block. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, Lord, like what is your, like what's the next holy thing? Like, um, yeah. you know, I've just kind of gotten into this, like, again, like little writer's block moment. And I'm like, um okay, the only way that I'm going to yeah. continue to do this is by taking a leap of faith in the direction towards Lord. Yeah. Like, what does he want me to talk about? And just that's that desperation, right? Like I'm desperate yeah. for him to download whatever that next thing is that I need to share for the next person yeah. or for, you know, to glorify him. I just want to encourage you who's listening of like, seek his face and just in that mo- like it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. It doesn't have to, it just literally is decrease us and increase mm-hmm. you god decrease us and increase you yeah i know that your ways are higher than my ways i know that yeah and so whatever way i want it to go i know that you direct my steps yeah what bible verse is encouraging you in this season so um i was i was doing some writing and there's a couple there's always a couple right there's always some things um i was doing some journaling about you know, my word for the new year and like all these words started, you know, coming up like family time, worship, prayer, consistency, learning, obedience, confidence, health, uh, you know, integrity, mentorship, all these things. And I was like, man, like, what is the verse like that, that can stay and, and encourage 
excuse me, this trust, right? This trust in God. And like, again, like I trust God's plan for everybody else. But sometimes there's a little unbelief for my own plans or or like a little bit of doubt. And like, he does not want us to doubt him. And so this verse is from Romans 8, 38 and 39. And I wrote this before I wrote the verse. It says confidence in Christ's love for us. So it says, and I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the power of hell can separate us from God's love. Mm -hmm. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Why that verse? You know, because I think that like, I think it's easy for us to, you know, God, Emmanuel, God, with us like he is in us he dwells in us he is with us in every single detail he sees us in every single moment and sometimes we allow ourselves to separate ourselves from god like god never separates himself from us yeah but sometimes like even if it's if it's fear about a situation that we can't control or if it's you know um allowing thoughts that aren't you know anxious thoughts to come into our mind like that all is like trying to separate us from Christ. Mm -hmm. And like, he is never, ever like nothing can separate us. Yeah. Don't forget. Don't Don't forget. forget. Like we forget. We just forget. And we just get into our flesh and we allow our flesh to separate us from like the Christ that's within us. And it's like, God gives us supernatural power. He gives us supernatural strength. Mm -hmm. He gives us grace. He gives us mercies every single day. They are new. He overflows us with joy. And like he, he is expecting us to be overflowing with those things because he's freely giving them to us us. when we own him in our heart. When we accept Christ in our heart, like we have that we are, our, our slate is clean, Yeah, but we still think that we can, like, we still think that God isn't with us sometimes. And I think that that verse is just like it, you know, when we think about the crazy of the world and it's saying, you know, nor death, nor demons, nor none of this, nor our fears for today. That's one of my favorite parts. Neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow cannot separate us from God's love. Yeah, that's good. You know, because people just think that like God sometimes is angry with you. You know, you may make a mistake or you may, you know, be trying something out that you're like, I don't know if this is God's will for me, but I'm just like feeling it out to see if it is. Um, and we can think, you know, I, I asked the students out this week, I was like, raise your hand if, if you feel like God's mad at you or has been mad at you before. And like every single kid raised their hand. I'm like, dang, yeah, God loves you so much. Like he's not mad at you. He's it's like waiting with you. big open arms and like just wants you to run into his arms and just like embrace him. Yeah. He wants you to just invite him into the trial or tribulation that you're in. He wants you to just love. He wants the love to be reciprocated. Yeah. And he sees you and as it's so perfect. unconditional. Yeah. Like he created you. He created you. Um, do you know that song, No Height, No Depth? No height, no depth can separate us from your love. You're going to have to send it to me. I'm going to have to jam out when I leave. <laughs> Y'all need to know that my girl was rocking out on the other end. That's a sister in Christ. Yes. It's like, I don't know that song, but I'm with you, I'm sister. I'm with you. I'm in it. I love with it. You. I love you. Thank you. Um, so when you were talking about doubt, that um, I just put up a scripture. It says James one six. Mm, James. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. Mm-hmm. 
Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Mm, I could keep good. going, but I just I want know. to say that to encourage you guys. Um, anything else? I think that we covered a lot of good ground, a lot of holy ground, right? right? So um, like continue the worship. Yeah. Like if you're listening to this, you know, maybe download that song, No Height Nor Death or whatever you like yeah. listen to music. Um, I'll put a link to it in the description of this podcast. Well, and I think like just to leave listeners with some encouragement to like the holy moment thing it's like those are just tiny little moments that happen throughout the day and i believe that we all have holy moments that are happening in our day and my my hope and my prayer was sharing you know these little tiny which to some people they may be insignificant and that's okay but they you know i'm seeing them as holy moments and holy encounters with the lord each day and i just want to encourage readers and listeners that those holy moments are accessible. We just have to be open. We have to seek his face and find, you know, yeah. find the ways he's trying to communicate with us each day. If he knows every single hair on our heads, like think about the people in your life, in your circle that know every single hair on your head, like you're engaging with them every single day. Yeah. You know, like the people that like know Ricky, the people that know McKenna, like we're somehow interacting every single day. So why wouldn't the Lord be trying to interact with us every single day if he loves us unconditionally, like more than those people love us. Yeah. And those people are like somehow touch point, you know, like think of your friend that hits you up and says like, Hey, I hope you're doing well today. It's like, God is doing that too. But we don't often recognize that it's the Lord. Like that's like, giving us a Lord kiss or what, whatever, like a sun kiss. Like I'm like, man, the sun like hitting on my face. Like, man, that warmth, like that fills my soul. Thank you, Lord. You know, thank you, Lord, for that. Like, thank you for the turtle that just crossed the street. Thank you for the dragonfly that just flew by. Thank you for the cardinal that reminded me of this person I'm grieving or I'm missing. Like, thank you for the bird. Like, it's just, it's just like these little tiny moments that just show up in our day. And I think when we're able to open our eyes and recognize them, we're able to just find like, oh, Thanks, God. Thanks yeah. for that. And it makes you trust him more. It makes you trust him more. He provides. And the, the fact that you're recording these holy moments are really cool. I just encourage anybody who's having holy moments themselves to also record it. Record it. Write it down. Yeah. Write it down in a journal. Write it down on a sticky note. Like a cool thing, a cool encounter that you had today with the Lord. Yeah. Like a cool, like a moment where you felt like, man, this is not a man-made moment. Like, this was a moment that only God could have orchestrated. Exactly. Yeah, only God. Like, driving over the three-mile bridge, and you're, like, seeing the sunset, and you're like, oh, what are the odds? odds. And the that, dolphins. And the like, dolphins. that Of course, the they're going to jump I'm over. Like, you know? This is paradise. I'm in heaven. Right? Heaven what? is here. Heaven met me where I'm at today. Yes. So, that's Amen. all I got. Amen. Yeah. That's all I got. Amen. Godspeed. Isn't that what you God, say? Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Be Let's pray. Uh, and then, actually, tell us where we can download. Not I keep saying download. Yeah. Tell us where we can link up and yeah. connect with Holy Moments. Link up. Um, I would just check out right now. Uh, I would check out localpulse.com. Under um, Faith and Family, you'll find the Holy Moments columns. Okay. So, yeah, and we'll put your latest one. Or we'll put a recent one yeah in the description that sounds great thank you for having me this was awesome love you girl let's pray let's pray father god thank you for today thank you for mckenna curtis thank you for the opportunity to do this like that is all you you provide yeah this (laughs) you provide the person who's listening to this god bless them lord i just pray if um no one or if somebody who's listening to this is not saved 
that they seek your face right now and they humbly ask for your forgiveness. Lord, forgive us of our sins. Lord, we love you. We follow you. We know that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for us for our sins. And just thank you for forgiving us and making us white as snow. And to walk in your goodness for the rest of our life. Have this new life. Hmm. Just decrease us and increase you in all things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. That's it. That's awesome. (laughs) And if you did just get saved, go to your local church, Bible-believing church, and tell them what you just did. Yeah. Do it. Okay, now that's it? We encourage you. Yeah. Yeah, we encourage you. We encourage you. We love you. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hey everyone, it's Erica with Glassy Day Studio, where we believe every broken, discarded, and disrupted thing will be reclaimed, restored, and redeemed by the one who created and calms the waves. Glassy Day jewelry is shaped from recycled surfboard resin, and each design is named after a woman in the Bible. And 10% of every purchase supports foster care ministries. Check it out at glassydaystudio.com. And thanks for listening. And if this episode has drawn you closer to Christ, please share it with your friends and family or even one person that might find encouragement in the message and a deeper relationship with Christ. God bless and have a great week. This is amazing.